Welcome to season two of the Ublong podcast by Faith Young Adults, where no matter who you are, where you're from, or what you've done, you belong. I'm your host, Braden Benvenuti. Let's get real. Welcome back to the You Belong podcast. My name is Brayden. We got another special guest. He's been on before. And you've those of you watching on YouTube, you see him. What's your name? Uh, my name is Ty Beckman. Uh, and Boom. I do feel special. I do feel like a special guest. Uh, two times, man. Like, this is great. I'm, I'm looking forward to time number three. And we haven't even got through the second episode. So, Boom. Well, my second episode. Correct. I know you've got like a handful of episodes. Mm-hmm. And, man, I just want to say, oh, my goodness. The say content you've been, y'all been putting out. Tremendous. Tremendous. Love, uh, love all the guests you brought on. Great conversation pieces. I think you're doing a great job uh, with the young adult. Everything going on. Thank you so much, Ty. Uh, super glad to have you on again. And, of course, you're going to be on multiple times oh, as I well. Because oh, yeah. I think you have a lot to offer. But listeners, <laughs> viewers, thank you so much for, for tuning in uh, to another episode. You belong. You belong podcast. No matter uh, where you're at, you belong. And so... We're going to be talking about something pretty cool today, I think, uh, something that's needed in people's lives that are trying to live a Christian oh, man. life. Oh, man. Whenever so, I heard the, the topic, I was like, man, we don't have to just go ahead and this will be a movie. It's a whole documentary here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we'll get through the content pretty quickly today. But, man, I was, I'm pumped up for this. This will be, be helping some people out. Before we get into that content, though, all right. Ty, all right. Um, for those of you, maybe some of the people didn't see the podcast okay. before that you were yeah. in so yeah. give a quick snippet of kind of give you, you the, here's the rundown very quickly uh where i'm at right now um i am the florence youth director at faith church married got a wife Boom. going wow oh my goodness is it two or three years you know three? yeah it's three, like three years yeah so 2019 march so the 9th, coming up on three years coming up on three years so uh been a great time she has um been helping me out here recently more and more she's um gotten into a new role but either way beside that point just really been uh serving in youth ministry for a while now since mm-hmm. like my goodness i guess like 2017 2018 you know been been here for quite a few years did school of ministry here at faith church oh yeah uh cool things like that come on boom <laughs> school <Same>. ministry people <laughs> yeah uh we, we both made it through there uh great seasons of that uh, and so that's that's pretty much it. Went through a, a crazy season for my young adult years, mm-hmm. uh, twenty or whenever I was nineteen, um, and trying to figure out my call, figure yeah. out direction in life, mm-hmm. school and work, and like where where do I fit into this yeah. big old world here? Yeah. And where's the where's my piece of the puzzle? You mm-hmm. know, fit uh, finding out all that stuff. I've been ups and downs and sideways, and I mean all kind. I mean, I, I'm for real. I've had the runaround, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm blessed to be where I'm at, and I'm thankful for where God has placed me. He's given me um, just so much blessings. I can't can't thank Him enough. Mm-hmm. God's so faithful. That's awesome. That's true. Uh, love to hear that. Um, it's probably encouraging because I know a lot of young adults. They're probably in that boat. They're trying to figure things out, um, trying to find their place in the world, wherever that school, work, and it all. Mm-hmm. And um, for those of you listening, it God will honor. The hard work he'll honor the no question the putting your head down and honoring him and mm-hmm. glorifying him and doing serving him and all that and um before you know it you know you're gonna you're gonna be in this like in the season of life that you had always been praying for 
at least I feel like that's what I've yeah. experienced. I know it's what you've experienced as well. And so God's faithful and For sure. in his time though. Um, so be encouraged about that. And so that's Ty Beckman, uh, one of my greatest friends. And cool. we get the pleasure to, to do life together, to do ministry together. The same office. Man, a lot yeah, of people like, don't, don't even know, but, man, we got We do it. We hold it down <laughs> in that office, baby. Hey, yeah. hey we got office. The, the LEDs, the lights. If you've all never right. been in the youth, hey, slash y'all just young at all. Come office. hang out sometime. We'll get a coffee. Boom. We'll talk Jesus. Doors open. I oh, mean, we got an open-door policy come hang for sure. For sure. So, Ty, you've been on the podcast before. Yep, yep, yep. But you're on again because you're about to kill this episode i think i'm, I'm excited dude um I'm and so excited. a couple questions to kind of warm you up okay i need, warm I'm up I need to, the, the yeah. listeners too it's been a, a couple weeks and months i guess i need to shake off the rust and this is this is very like like <laughs> casual this is not going to be a spiritual question okay if you weren't okay. if you're ready for that but okay. would you rather mm. talk to animals mm. or speak every human language there mm. is on the earth yeah i mean it's very quick i mean um not that i'm trying to dismiss that it was a bad yeah, question yeah some people might have a hard time uh discerning through mm-hmm. what um foreshadowing okay foreshadowing <laughs> uh discerning through maybe uh where to go easy talking to humans communication not that i'm trying to go against you know what you know what was the tower bible you uh, know, yeah, i'm not trying no. to go against i'm not trying to go against what all all that God's was doing <laughs> i don't think we need to try to conquer the earth but anyway communication with other people uh i think so that would be going, awesome you're I'm, going with the the languages oh languages. there's no question like okay. if i could like pull up beijing order mm-hmm. some some ramen and <laughs> oh like i i, I can order in, in a fluent way oh man cool. like if you a, showed up started deal. speaking mandarin i would probably like it'd blow my mind which i'm actually probably pretty well versed in ordering at like <laughs> foreign restaurants like you know if, I, if i'm going out like Boyle Conneros, like evergreen, <laughs> like evergreen, like which ter- I mean, I don't know teriyaki chicken. I guess it isn't. No. Anyway, you get an idea though. Like yeah, that would yeah. be absolutely sick. Being able to converse with people, it would be cool. I mean, there's a, and there's a lot of languages that I don't even like know exist and true. be able to speak them. Um, personally, I think I'd have to go with talking to animals. Are you serious? Yes, because wow. it, it's something that I always wanted to do as a kid. Because I know that animals, they have a lot to say. I don't know if they do. Uh, I think the reason, yeah. That they don't talk is because they don't have Yeah, they they ain't got a whole lot to say, you know what I'm saying? I don't think they have a whole lot. That could be true. I would just, it would make me feel really cool if I could talk to animals. And I knew nobody else could. I'd have a special connection. I ain't going to lie. If the animals did talk, they're probably going to be saying a whole lot other than like, hey, bro, you've been been munching on those Doritos, (laughs) and I noticed you ain't gave me many. Like, (laughs) toss me some Doritos over here this this so uh, puppy chow ain't ain't cutting it. Like I see y'all eating steak sometimes. Yeah. Why don't you give me a little yeah. sliver? So like I feel like selfish, you know, and they're gonna just use it to like say everything they've been. You know, and they say. don't really go to work. You know, you know, sure. and so <laughs> like, do they really deserve the steak? Like they're not getting no. filet mignon. Like mm-hmm. that's why you get the puppy chow because mm-hmm. you did nothing day other than sit here and, and chill. <laughs> like if I sat here and chilled, that's what I'm gonna eat. You know. I ain't don't have enough I'm money. I'm sure you've you've tried puppy chow before anyway. Is that okay. <laughs> I think you might have took it a step too far out there, but um I'm down to trying to have you more. ever tried dog food? Not that my mind recalls. <laughs> not that my mind recalls. In a in a yeah, in a totally sober conscious mind, yeah. I don't think I have. Yeah, me neither. That seems like cap. <laughs> 
Now, I will say this, though. I okay. will say this before we move on maybe to yeah. the, the further questions. Mm -hmm. Scooby Snacks, uh, you know, I, I related back to, uh, what is it? Is, is it just Scooby-Doo? Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Mystery Gang. Mm -hmm. uh, whenever they always pull out them, them Scooby Snacks, I've always been like, them things got to be busted. They got to be you know? great. Like, they, they I mean, got to. Shaggy ate them. <clears throat> yeah. Like, so. So, I think um, I think I'd give those things a try for sure. Yeah. I think all cartoon food just seems more appetizing because of how how the characters Krabby just, Patty like that give me give me a Krabby Patty, especially the one that's got the jelly. <laughs> Shout out to all the people that's like like the deep cuts of, of SpongeBob. But oh man, yeah, the Krabby Patty. All right, so Ty would want to speak all human languages. I think that's no question. I like I respect that for right, sure. But um, another question. All right, what's your favorite TV show and why? Like right now, all time. What you what you saying? I mean, maybe a mixture of both. I guess, yeah. Is so your all time favorite TV show isn't your favorite right now? Like, is one overtaking that because you're watching it now? Well, you know, like whenever something's fresh on you, I guess. So it right kind of hits different. Right now, what's like you know oh the last like goodness. year kind of what's your favorite TV show? Oh my goodness, I mean it's very easy. I think I know. Very easy. Yeah, I'm gonna say it, and you you already know because I make a little bit of too much hype about it. <laughs> Uh, I'm not trying to cast any shade towards the book of Boba Fett, mm -hmm. but uh, the, Mandalorian, the Mandalorian first and second season have yeah. been impeccable. Book of Boba Fett, I would say it's like Mandalorian 2.5 because it's not mm -hmm. really about. Well, I'm not trying to give, give any. Ruin, not, yeah. I'm not trying to give any spoilers, but I will say whenever no. Din Djarin comes back on the scene, you know, Listeners it gets a little, right now. Are like what they're like? Who, why? <laughs> okay. Anyway, Mandalorian, Mandalorian, uh, Star Book Wars, of Boba Fett. TV I'm, a, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big Star Wars guy. I would yeah. say. Okay. Uh, I'm just gonna put this out here. Top three. I, I had to answer this. Yeah. Uh, There's a student the other day. I was hanging out with them. We were just kind of like running down. We're just saying, we're, we're just talking about mm -hmm. all the the ins and outs of life. Talking about TV shows. I laid it out there like this. Yeah. Mandalorian is way up there. Office is my number one. Okay. Office is my number one all time. There's yeah. no question. Mm -hmm. uh, the it's writing, fantastic. the characters. It's amazing. The, yeah, the character development, unmatched. Easily said. Agreed. Um, another great show that here recently myself and my wife watched was uh, Ted Lasso. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say there's quite a bit of language, so I'm not endorsing that show. But I will say there it are some. It was good. There's, <laughs> I'm going to say there's some spiritual moments on there. Okay. I mean, I've never now seen they, they they never referenced the Bible, but there were some some biblical principles in there. Just some good leadership talks, mm -hmm. uh, to say the least. If you got a little bit of time, you got Apple TV Plus, turn it on. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Hit me up at Todd Beckman. There you go. There's his top <clears throat> three TV shows. I agree with The Office, The mm -hmm. Mandalorian for sure. Never seen Ted Lasso, so I'm gonna have really to give to it. Give that a try, man. It's, gotcha. it's pretty fire. Well, there, there's Ty Beckman, if you didn't know. We're like 11 minutes in, and we haven't talked about anything spiritual. We need to, we need to probably jump okay. in there. If people don't like it, they can skip this part <laughs> and get straight to it. Yeah. Um, but you foreshadowed what we are going to talk about. Don't know if anybody picked up on it, because it is kind of like a spiritual, a great, like, yeah. biblical term, kind of. Mm -hmm. uh, but we're talking about discernment. Come on. Discernment and how important that is being a Christian. Um, and so, Ty, we talked about you know this a little bit before just like preparing for it um and i feel like you have your kind of voice in that you have a lot kind of talk about a lot of kind of experience with kind of the topic i guess or some mm. um you just well i mean i, I want to say i'm like a, a wizard not, no a not wizard a wizard expert but uh, just something that you kind of you enjoy talking about yeah i mean I, I, I enjoy talking about it because i believe it's, it's an incredibly important topic that i think could be overlooked in ways uh, and even whenever it is covered, I think there's a lot of 
Um, I mean, the word is mysticism, but I think there's a lot of speculation about really what's, mm-hmm. what is it about? You know, some people think it's incredibly charismatic. Some people mm-hmm. think it's, it's incredibly conservative in the, mm-hmm. in the spiritual, in a spiritual sense. And so, you know, I, I think, uh, all things like that, they, they super, you know, they, they intrigue me, uh, deeply. Yeah. I will say this, that, you know, I haven't told you yet, but, uh, I truly believe that my mother has, you know, like that spiritual gift of discernment, okay. um, and so I've been able to live with her, you know, like a majority of my life, mm-hmm. um, spent a lot of time with her, you know, being an only child, you know, got to spend a lot of intimate time with my parents. Mm-hmm. And so uh, seeing her navigate through that gift, you know, obviously I didn't know during the time, but yeah. I can reflect back and be like, oh my goodness, like my mom definitely had that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can get more into, yeah, you know, sure. where I think like uh, some of those levels could be and and what guides that discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've, I've definitely got a huge interest yeah. in it. Awesome. So discernment, <clears throat> what, what is it? What, how would you define discernment? You know, I think there's, you know, some biblical discernment, um, definitions. There's some probably, uh, Merriam Webster, yeah. like official, uh, mm-hmm. book definitions. My definition of it is, Discernment is really the the undercurrent that helps you make decisions. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. That's a driving force. I believe uh, whether or not you um, you believe it or not, I believe every decision you make is through the filter of some form of discernment. Yeah, uh, like you're going through with something, or uh, you're going to act on something, and you probably. Um, just by your natural tendencies, like mm-hmm. it's it's either benefits you in some way or sort of benefit others, something yeah. along those lines. Like mm-hmm. there's a, a form of discernment with even how we speak, yeah. uh, like where you're at. Like, oh, I, I probably don't need to be speeding if there's a cop right there. You yeah. know, that's like mm-hmm. a little bit of a, a discerning. Like mm-hmm. I, I discern like the, the blue lights, like I need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, it's just one of those things. So, yeah, I mean, I think in simple, like the, the Beckman definition. <laughs> I like Beckman. That. Yes. Usually I... I, I I make things more complex, but I'm making it simple. I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it more simple. Like I think just every decision is yeah. it's through the lens of discernment in some mm-hmm. way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I looked it up. You oh, know, thank have you. Some, like, thank you. Have some like I guess I don't know the the expert's definition. I don't know. Not saying that you're not an expert, but I'm not. You get what I mean. I'm, I'm willing to the, say that. So the definition of discernment, like just like straight mm-hmm. up, like not biblically or sure, spiritually sure. is the ability to judge well mm, ability so like to judge well. having yeah. discernment yeah. is the ability to judge well discernment sure, sure. is like judging basically mm. decisions making mm. decisions one or the other you're we- outweighing the cost pretty much um makes sense and so then there is a, like a definition w- within the context of christianity um and this was a little interesting to me but i think maybe we can can talk about it maybe and make sure it's clear yeah, yeah uh it says perception in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding yeah you don't know how to break that down everybody that just heard that they, they don't know what you just said when i read I, it i was like mm, who wrote this let's go a little bit slower break it down for us one more time perception mm. in the absence of judgment with a view to obtaining spiritual guidance and understanding yeah yeah i mean i think that's yeah, that latter end really is very telling, you know, yeah. where it gives you that understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's, you know, through the perception that it, it gives us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think to kind of make it to where people are going to understand it, um, discernment, you know, in your Christian life is basically the Holy Spirit 
his power within you to help you make decisions to either mm. that are going to glorify God yeah, yeah, yeah. or not. Yeah. And he's obviously the Holy Spirit's going to help you to glorify God. And so that's going to keep you from making decisions that are going to hurt you, going yeah. to get you further away from God. Yeah. And so discernment is basically like if you come across, um, I don't know, say you're in uh, a group of people or something sure, sure. and there's somebody that is like, doesn't have the best interest of people around them. Like mm. they could be hiding like something yeah. like, and you can, the Holy Spirit may, may urge you to like, you, you kind of can tell like something's, this person could be about to hurt somebody, could be about to do mm. something or like whatever, whatever that is, there's that discernment to know, like there's something off, like yeah, yeah, about yeah. that person. Yeah, man, I think that definition definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't really know where we're going in this conversation in terms of like uh, how you want this to progress, but just mm-hmm. whenever you were saying that, I believe there are, you know, there needs to be some definition to the discernment in mm-hmm. terms of how how it is activated in our life. You know, I believe, um, <laughs> I'm just going to break it down like this. I mean, I think discernment is something that, yes, it, it's definitely a gift. It's mm-hmm. definitely prompted by the Holy Spirit, but I think there's, there's some things that can grow that, kind of like our faith. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. a gift from God as well but that can grow like our faith can grow our, our peace and our joy and some of the fruits of the spirit, um, obtaining those and seeing that fruit multiply and, and you have a harvest of that. Mm-hmm. I believe that all comes, um, through one thing, you know, that's God's word. Mm-hmm. And I believe, you know, that's what inspires the Holy spirit. Um, and not really the Holy Spirit to act more, but for us to actually be able to activate our listening ear to what mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit is actually urging us and, yeah. and and inspiring us to do. Yeah. So I think, like, talking about that, um, you know, you mentioned how your mom, you feel like she yeah. has, like, yeah. the spiritual gift of discernment. Sure. So uh, let's talk about that. Like, sure. So I think that everybody has the ability to discern. No question. Things. Like, I believe god the holy spirit there's is gonna help some you. some some amount of yes ability is that you yeah. have like you're not going to be able to never make a decision like <laughs> yeah, yeah there yeah. is some discernment yeah. but i think like you're saying your mom i think there are some people that god has gifted them the spiritual no gift question. of discernment that like in almost any situation they'll be able to discern like i'm sure there was lots of times where you might have brought a girl home and <laughs> your mom might really know like god yeah. like gifted her with with the spiritual gift of like she can discern whether this is going to be like how this is going to turn out if this is good or bad for you. Yeah. And I think this is going to bleed over into another conversation I would like for us to have Mm -hmm. uh, today. Um, But I do believe like what you're saying is is definitely true. Like uh, I believe there's, and everybody, you know, you need to look inwardly always and do an mm-hmm. inventory. You know, here recently we just did that strength finders test, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, but not saying that's like super spiritual, mm-hmm. but I believe all of us need to reflect back sometimes yeah. do an inventory. Like, Hey, what, what are my gifts? Like, what mm-hmm. are the things I'm, I'm, I'm strong in? Uh, I'll say this, that as I've noticed that my mom does have this spiritual gift, I've seen many true men and women of God mm-hmm. in my time here on earth, like truly, they are they are God honoring in a lot of things that they do, mm-hmm. but they they don't have uh, uh, you know they, they don't they are not blessed with discernment yeah. you know and I can yeah. see that and how they how, with certain actions with mm-hmm. certain people they keep in their life yeah people they keep on their team mm-hmm. uh, people they let in their inner circle yeah you know because uh, where I want to go in this conversation mm-hmm. is really like um, you know the dangers of discernment yeah. as mm-hmm. well uh, because while we we want to talk about the positivity of, mm-hmm. of how you can have that in your life. I believe there's also 
there's spectrum. There's a spectrum of discernment, mm-hmm. and really where you want to find yourself is in the middle. It's yeah. kind of like that balance between grace and truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote it down on my notes just as I was. I was just thinking about you know what this would look like. I believe there's some people that that truly like they are they're men and women of God. They're mm-hmm. saved like yeah. sons and daughters. Like mm-hmm. hallelujah, they are going to heaven, but they have struggles in their life because. Uh, if you look into their levels of discernment, mm-hmm. uh, it's just looking willy nilly. Yeah, it's just looking like, oh, like, oh, let's just bring it in. Like, mm-hmm. I'm down for anything. Like, let's just try it out. Like, mm-hmm. and they're not testing the spirits. I'm going to talk about that here in a second. But yeah. I think the far end of the spectrum, where it gets really dangerous, I mm-hmm. think, I think both ends are obviously dangerous, but dangerous in the sense of like what Jesus come to confront about mm-hmm. the church uh, and people that are saved and. Um, you know, I really think there's there's a, a level of judgment that some people carry in their life, and it's not honoring God. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and actually, I, I just want to um, point Let's to go. this yeah. in uh, in First Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. Um, Paul's writing to the church of Thessalonica right there, and uh, in chapter five, he goes on. He says says this is a very familiar part of of scripture that uh, you know if you've been around for a little bit, you've probably heard this uh this set of verses mm-hmm. combined yeah. and, but then he goes a little bit further he says this always be joyful and never stop praying you know we've heard that mm-hmm. uh, and be thankful in all circumstances for this is god's will for you who belong to christ jesus and this is verse 19 but it says this do not stifle the holy spirit do not stifle the holy spirit do not scoff at prophecies but test everything that is said and I believe what, what Paul is saying there is uh, there's two levels. Like mm-hmm. you can you can be the person that stiffens, the person that judges, the person mm-hmm. that scoffs, the person that, that shuts up what the Holy Spirit is, is trying to do in someone's life. And mm-hmm. you can be that that dry, that wedge between what God's trying to do. And you mm-hmm. can be the, you can become the barrier. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I think we we've got to find a, a tension between the the willy-nilly, mm-hmm. the the not wanting to judge people, but also we don't ever want to to stop what something uh, what the Holy Spirit's trying to do. And so yeah. I'm talking about you know like the move of God and the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit uh, speaking uh, and things of that nature. But I think there's there's both ends of that spectrum that take place in all areas of uh, deciding factors in our mm-hmm. life. You know I think right we're we're talking about how uh, the decisions we make they're influenced by discernment. Yeah. So. So what do you what would you say to somebody? Maybe they're hearing this and they're like, "Oh, so discernment's like a spiritual gift. What if I don't have that?" Mm. Like I, kind of putting you on the spot a yeah, little bit, but yeah. um, what? Maybe they don't have the spiritual gift of discernment. Mm. Are they just? Are they like, just? They're, they're just out of luck. Yeah, like uh, oh well. No, they're make, they're not out of luck. How would you? What would you say to them to like yeah. make good decisions? I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I think uh, a a quick place I would go with mm-hmm. any. And this comes up all the time uh, because a lot of people always feel like they have deficiencies. Mm-hmm. They have like they don't have enough. Like they're yeah. like, oh man, I don't have that spiritual gift. Like, man, like God is not even good. Mm-hmm. You know, like people yeah. can even get there, and the enemy will try to twist that. Mm-hmm. But think about this: if we all had every gift, every talent, dude, we could we could pull off church on our own. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's honoring God. I mm-hmm. think we're all a part of a body. Yeah. Uh, we. <laughs> I just referenced it, but yeah. like our strength finders test, like if we all had the same strengths, like somebody, somebody needs to get fired. Somebody needs to go on, go to another yeah. <laughs> church, go to another area, another region. Mm-hmm. Like if we're all the same, I mean, I truly believe, I believe that's, that's, that's not honoring God. Mm-hmm. You know, um, 
Uh, we need a left hand. We need a right hand. We need yeah. the whole body. And it mm-hmm. all, and you know, in Christ, He fits it all together. Yeah. And so, if you don't have that, there's no shame in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, get somebody that does have that. You there know, you, yeah. um, you know, I, I think about some people in my life. There's, there's been people I know that's super charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're loving. They're encouraging. They, they can push the ball forward. And then they might not have uh, a certain gifting, but if they only surround themselves with people that are just like them, they're going to find that yeah. there's going to be, there's going to be holes in mm-hmm. their life that, that can't be filled until they add the right people in there. Yeah. And so for the person that's, that's struggling, just remember you're a part of the body. Mm-hmm. You need the whole body and yeah. Christ, he ultimately, he fits it all together. I believe God puts the right people in your life, mm-hmm. but if you neglect who he puts in, uh, they might always look right. You might butt mm-hmm. heads be like, Hey, you ain't like me. Like yeah. you don't think like I do, like you ain't wanting to move the ball forward. And mm-hmm. man, you should just include everybody. Somebody's like, Hey man, truly this dude right here, he, he, he ain't got it going on. Yeah. He ain't got it going on. Um, but you know, another thing that just came to my mind, I was thinking about, you know, Jesus. I mean, mm-hmm. he is literally the walking truth. Yeah. If anybody knows the truth it's Jesus. it's uh, and, and what did he do? You know, what did he model through, um, now I believe it's all part of God's plan, but what he yeah. modeled even through his inner circle. I mean, he, he had Judas as a part of his, his group. Like, well, didn't he have discernment? Mm. Well, obviously he had discernment, yeah. but he kept him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was probably, you know, Judas was a part of the plan and he didn't, he didn't neglect Judas. He, mm-hmm. uh, he kept him there. Like it was, it was ultimately, you know, how he was going to save the world. Yeah. Uh, but I believe that you, you should have a mix of people in, within your group. Yeah. You should, they shouldn't all look the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's good. Have, you should have people that have different strengths. No question. You'll be way stronger together than you would be if you all had the same strengths. Um, but yeah, if you don't, if you feel like you don't have that spiritual gift of discernment, like if you're not involved in a church, get involved in the church and find somebody who does have that gift. Somebody who's older that has wisdom that like, like you can get that person in your life and like have, seek advice in whatever decisions you're looking for. Um, because that's how it works. That's how a body works. You know, if, if I want to go kick a ball, I'm not going to try and kick it with my head. Like I'm going to use the foot. That's what it was meant for. So don't try and make a huge decision on your own without seeking God, without seeking wise counsel. Um, so I mean, I even think like this whole conversation that we're having about, you know, the spiritual gift, we're going to get back into the discernment end mm-hmm. of things, but even with the motto and, and the you belong podcast, and I believe, you know, it just reverts back to the heart of, of Jesus, you know, and, um, you know, you do belong, like mm-hmm. just because you don't have a certain strength, you don't have a certain gift, mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness, like don't discount yourself. I yeah. mean, think about all the, the, the leaders, <laughs> all throughout, you know, scripture. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of them had deficiencies. Yeah. Like David was a shepherd boy and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Abraham couldn't have a, a, a son, yeah. you know, like how is he supposed to be a father of many nations? Well, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it took the prompting of the Holy Come spirit. It, yeah. it took togetherness, yeah. you know, and, you know, really through God's provision through all of it and, and unifying all mm-hmm. of that, you know, and just maybe even, I don't know, man, I just, I think, you know, we got to always come back and re- be reminded, like, mm-hmm. we do belong. You yeah. know, we're a part of something bigger than ourselves, yeah. and we can't always, you know, if we get out of the game, the enemy's won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, so let's talk about discernment. Let's okay. talk about, like, maybe not the, you know, the spiritual gift, but, sure, like, sure. for everybody, who, how they can d- discern things, like, in their mm-hmm. life when, when problems come around. And so yeah. um, there's, so conviction Mm. and there's condemnation yep. um conviction can 
I think some people can, they think it looks similar to condemnation, like it can, but there's a big difference, big difference. Um, between it. And so I think a lot of people might think that they're being condemned mm. when it's really conviction. Mm. And I think also there's people maybe that it could be like condemnation. Like, I mean, they got it confused. And so talking about the discernment, how can people kind of tell the difference between conviction and condemnation? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, always we, we want to point people to the truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. Um, it is it's definitely how you, you decipher through the voice of God. Um, if you look all throughout scripture, condemnation, conviction, you know, there's, there's always conviction being placed on the repentant hearts of believers mm-hmm. and God's children, God's people, uh, that's how he makes us more like Christ mm-hmm. um, is through conviction. A lot of people discount like conviction and how it feels and like I'm wrong. Like, oh, yeah, you're definitely wrong. Like we're all wrong. We yeah. all have sin. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. Like that's a part of the gospel. Mm-hmm. But the good news is like through the mercy, through the kindness, that's the thing that leads us to repentance. I believe, you know, that's how we can be shaped. Uh, and in the light of discernment, you mm-hmm. know, we have to know what scripture says yeah. about each one. Um, I believe the, you know, the scripture, you know, uh, that, you know, Jesus says like this, you know, the sheep know the, the voice of the shepherd, yeah. you know? And so if you're a part of God's flock, you, um, you know, you know, Christ's voice. Mm-hmm. And this is what it'll always sound like, especially as it pertains to conviction. Mm-hmm. Hey, you messed up, you can do better. And I believe in you. Mm-hmm. Con- condemnation sounds the exact opposite. Yeah. Hey, you messed up. You should quit. You should die. Mm-hmm. Steal, kill, destroy yeah. uh, the voice of the enemy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jesus came to give life. And life, it's not always perfect where it's at. Like, yeah. there's there's some change that needs to come. There's some life change. You know, like, there, there needs to be some some sanctification that needs to come into our life. And sanctification, mm-hmm. uh, just breaking that down, it's just you being more sanctified, being more like Christ, being more like the example mm-hmm. uh, that Christ set for us. Um we can get to that place whenever we discern the voice of God saying, Hey, this truth is not being twisted to shame me. This, Mm -hmm. this truth is, is being brought up, being exposed in my life so I can expose the evil, expose the, uh, the fleshly carnal Mm -hmm. uh, desires of my heart, but I needed to honor God with this. You know, that's, that's that conviction uh, that I believe that the Lord wants us Mm -hmm. all to experience whenever we're not honoring him with our decisions Mm -hmm. and actions. Yeah. That's so good. Um, settle out there that like was sorry no that's good like that was i was saying that was spurring me um thinking about different things and so like something i had written down which i feel like could be obvious but could be helpful is that like conviction is going to come from the holy spirit yeah condemnation is coming from the devil that's right um and so a couple things to think about is like well okay i maybe people are listening they're like i know that obviously Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but sometimes they can feel similar and i believe i would argue that if you really like thinking about it it's it's not similar because conviction is going to lead you somewhere way different than condemnation is going to lead no you. question conviction no question. like you're saying conviction is going to lead you to sanctification condemnation is going to lead you to shame and if and you're going you're going to know the difference of what that feels like mm-hmm. because shame is going to guilt you it's going to make you want to get away from people yep. it's going to want to yep. make you quit the christian walk it's going to make you yep. not want to go to church yep. it's going to make you want to get less involved be around less christians exactly which is just going to make things worse and the devil's going to isolate you 
into this little condemnation bubble of like, you're terrible. You suck. Mm-hmm. Look what you've done. Yeah. And just cast all the shame on you. He's actually what he's saying is you don't belong. Yeah. For look real. what you've done. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can't show your face there because of that. And so um, I think conviction initially might feel similar to condemnation condemnation because like it it sucks being told that you're wrong pretty well, much i mean what it is is like i said earlier they both have the truth they both yeah. have the truth of hey here's what god is is willing in your life this mm-hmm. is his yeah. word like the, you're not loving your neighbors yourself you're not mm-hmm. you know having god be like number one priority in your mm-hmm. life and so yeah. you're you're falling short on that mm-hmm. um Truth. It's yeah, truth. Yeah. One spurs you on to be better. One spurs you on to be isolated. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good. So, um, yeah, both are both tru- truth. Both have truth. Correct. Oh, yeah. But where is it? Where is it leading you after you hear? The it's truth? all about. It's all about the result. You mm-hmm. know, of yeah. how you hear that and your response to it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that. Um, I think the devil obviously is amazing at at twisting truth. No question. At, been at doing it. He's been doing it for years forever, and years now since the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think there's something with the Holy Spirit, w- with God, like there's going to be peace, I think, that comes along with it. There's going to be like a joy in the result. Like there's going to be, like you're saying, like being better pretty much. Like it's going to make you more like Jesus after being convicted because conviction is going to, it's going to like move your heart. Like you're because of the love of Christ, you're going to want to remove whatever that is out of your life. Mm-hmm. Condemnation is just going to, it doesn't, it doesn't move you anywhere, but down and alone. Like yeah, it's just, yeah. it's not going to move you to more like Jesus because it's going to make you feel guilty and shameful. And you're not going to be able to be more like Jesus if you're getting further away from him. That's right. And so that's, you know, I think for all the people that, that are tuning in, you know, I just think it's that discernment, you know, very quickly could be, could be found. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying mm-hmm. I've got it figured out. What yeah. I am saying is, uh, the truth don't change. Yeah. And, you know, you can discern the voice of God. Is this pushing me to be living a life that's more holy? Mm-hmm. Is this pushing me to live a life that's uh, less honoring to God? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, for sure. And so that's, you know, that's that discernment. Yeah. Do you have um, any, like, personal story maybe that's specific to, like, conviction versus condemnation? Like, can you think about a time that was, like, that you felt like you confused the two or maybe that you were struggling with, with anything like that? And it's okay if if you if you don't. I don't know if there was something that you could relate to, or maybe <clears> there was a time in your life, you know, where you're like, you did confuse the two, maybe, and you felt the condemnation, and it put you further away from God. There was a um, so there was a time uh, after I gave my life to Christ, mm-hmm. and um, I shared this to be just incredibly vulnerable, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, you know. Uh, I don't know who I was on to check this this out mm-hmm. and hear this, but uh, there was a time in my life where I, um, you know, I kind of let, you know, some of the things that God saved me from kind of mm-hmm. back in my life, and I was justifying it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, man, I'm 21. Um, you know, like I used to drink and I used mm-hmm. to party whenever I was I was younger, whenever yeah. I was, um, whenever I was at UNA and um, <laughs> did all kinds of other things, mm-hmm. uh, for, did the fraternity life and all that. Um but there was a time whenever I allowed, you know, kind of like myself to get back into drinking alcohol and mm-hmm. things like that. And I, you know, 
I don't want to take like a public stance, you know, yeah. for everybody out there because I know there's a lot of people that's got different struggles. But what mm -hmm. I did, uh, I did, a, I had a hard time uh, discerning between this conviction and condemnation. Mm -hmm. uh, like, is, is it okay? Uh, is my is my actions justified? Yeah. Um, and I thought all the people that were telling me like that I'm wrong were condemning me. Mm. But uh, I allowed my voice to hear condemnation mm. whenever I believe that the Holy Spirit truly was trying to convict me of something that God has, has saved me from. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I was, I was getting drunk, not mm -hmm. that I was, uh, I just, I, I felt the Lord and I could discern later on. Mm -hmm. Now in the midst of it, I believe, um, you know, justifying things, yeah. you know, that, that could be a whole That's conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot that goes into that. Um, but I share all this to say that, you know, what I wanted others uh, to sound like was, was condemnation, but that's mm -hmm. not what it was. Yeah. I had wise counsel in my life mm -hmm. that was telling me, hey, man, if you don't do what God's called you to do, if you don't really live this thing out mm -hmm. in a way that honors God, you've got to put this past you. Yeah. And I'm saying this because I believe there's probably some people out there that's wrestling with uh, a life choice, a life mm -hmm. decision that you're making, mm -hmm. and you need to filter it through the lens of discernment, like is is what people are telling me, are they trying to really condemn me? Are they really trying to judge me? Mm -hmm. Or is there some wise counsel here that I'm not picking up, that I'm not discerning? Mm -hmm. And this is this is conviction. Like, yeah. man, this is not spurring me to be the best that I can. This mm -hmm. is not inspiring me to live the most holy life that I can. And so I, I, I ended up, I, I fought it for a long time. Mm -hmm. And by a long time, I mean like for like a couple months. Yeah. Um, still participating in it mm -hmm. and uh, you know I, I did I felt a strong um, a strong conviction you yeah. know like hey like you need to eradicate this out of your life mm -hmm. you need to um, you know you need to take a step back here like you, you it, for you to live the most holy life you can you can't be participating in that mm -hmm. so uh, I think discerning that is is not easy yeah. and it's not easy for me to, to really talk about this because yeah. I, I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with there's a lot of People's got a lot of questions about it, mm -hmm. uh, but I'll say this for everybody that is listening: if you have some people in your life that have your best interests in mind, and it's hard to find those people mm -hmm. because people getting up on their high horse, yeah. um, pointing fingers fingers at you, mm -hmm. um, it can be self gratifying. There's some self righteousness that can kind of yeah. come out of those situations. But if you have some people that you trust, and they're saying, "Hey, man, you need to pump the brakes. Hey, yeah. man, like this isn't how you should be living right now." Mm -hmm. Man, heed heed that call. Yeah. Holy Spirit, I've, I've heard the Holy Spirit uh, in seasons whenever I wasn't connected to his word, which please, please get connected to God's word. Yeah. But there's sometimes there's the Holy Spirit just puts people in your life to, mm -hmm. to bring real truth yeah. and to help you with discernment. Mm -hmm. And so don't don't neglect wise counsel. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you for, for sharing that. I mm -hmm. feel like that was very vulnerable. I feel like that was for somebody yeah. listening. Um, uh, but yeah, that's real. I mean, that's that's a a moment where you had the, you know, you had to tell like what was condemnation, what was conviction. And yeah. ultimately I feel like the Holy spirit people in your life, they led you to the, no to the sanctification. It led yeah. you to, to get yeah. closer. To and God. I'll say this too, you know, because of that, I've, you know, it gives you, 
It gives you confidence in the Holy Spirit. It gives you confidence mm-hmm. in God's yeah. voice next time. Because once you hear it from not others' perspective, mm-hmm. not hearing, you know, you being like, oh, well, they heard from God, so, I, you know, that's what God's going to sound like to me. But mm-hmm. um, I believe just having that that biblical wisdom mm-hmm. and putting people in your life that have been doing it longer than you. Yeah. Uh, never neglect pastors. Never neglect mentors. Never mm-hmm. neglect um, elders in your life yeah. that can that can help you out. But I'll say from my own life from, from now, you know, since then, mm-hmm. Uh, discerning that voice, discerning truth in mm-hmm. tough decisions. Yeah. Um, it's been easier. So yeah. that gives hope to some people out there that mm-hmm. if you've fallen into some stuff, you've fallen into some some troubles and some trials, man, God can can lead you out of that. He yeah. can He can give you, He can build your discernment. No doubt, so, for sure. That's good. Um, you said something that made me think of like wisdom, like biblical wisdom, what you mm-hmm. said that's something that you can ask for if you feel like you don't have oh my the wisdom, goodness like yeah james chapter seek, one yeah, seek god after that what, <laughs> yeah. what does it say yeah i mean james chapter one is like if any of you you know lack wisdom mm-hmm. ask yeah. and he'll he'll give it to you boom like ask I mean, god like and don't just be like hey god i need some wisdom like go after him like day after day like if it's something oh you goodness. truly are seeking yeah. for like god's gonna he's gonna give it to you if if you're really like the heart's in the right place and you're asking and asking and be persistent in him like mm. it says it in his word he's like asking you'll you'll receive and so <laughs> if you need that wisdom like go to god and, and ask for it oh i'm telling you he's good he's, he's good he'll he'll he'll, 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 he'll come through for yeah, sure no doubt um so kind of uh spinning the or taking a turn i guess not spinning but steering another, the ship yeah another aspect of discernment yeah um we, we've talked i think a lot about it in a in a way but more specifically like we have people in our life that are usually i think there can be neutral people but for the most part there's healthy people in our life and there can be toxic people in our life sure and i think many people especially young adults have trouble Mm. finding the right people and knowing discerning Mm. if they're right for them healthy or if they're they don't have the best interest if they're mm. be, if they're toxic and so yeah. um let's talk about that a little okay. bit maybe um, yeah i mean i think it's a really i think this is a really really rich topic in the sense that there is a lot really to cover and i believe um you know we could spend probably an hour talking just solely mm-hmm. on relationships and yeah. and how to deal with those in a way that's god honoring mm-hmm. um i believe is is very uh fickle in ways as well because i believe there's there's unique situations and Mm -hmm. there's, there's unique friend groups and there's unique situations where, you know, like, you know, balancing loneliness and Mm -hmm. balancing like good friends or having friends or even bad friends, you know, and, and, and having a a sense of social life and Mm -hmm. having a sense of being alone, you know, and wrestling with that tension, um, toxic people and, uh, good people, I believe, what it all boils down to for the toxic end of things. Mm -hmm. If they are in your life and you give them, uh, or you have a listening ear to what they have to say and for guidance in your life and you, you've, you've, they've proved themselves to be people that don't have your best interest in mind Mm -hmm. in terms of honoring God. Uh, they might have some secular advice. They might have some advice that has worked for them to get ahead, Mm -hmm. but sometimes getting ahead secularly, isn't always honoring God spiritually. And so it all boils down to one word, it's influence. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you, are you influencing them Mm -hmm. to be more like Christ and you keeping them in your life? Are they influencing you to live a more unholy, Mm. uh, unrighteous life? If it is, you need to discern that uh, and you need to take reins of that relationship or Mm -hmm. you need to, 
you need to cut it off. Yeah. I mean, I, I unfortunately, I had to cut off a lot of people that I, I grew deep bonds with mm-hmm. over a couple of years while I was in college. Yeah. That hurts. Yeah. It stings. Mm-hmm. If anybody tries to tell you like, oh man, you're going to be, the sky's going to be bluer and the grass is going to yeah. be greener after you live. No, that is, that is a lie. Yeah. Everything turns gray and blue, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's not fun. Like doing yeah. life alone, like Genesis covers that pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, like it's not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that would just relate to, you know, marital relationships. No. It, it relates to All just like, we, we need each other. Yeah. We, we, I mean, that's why we have the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So uh, it all boils down to influence, yeah. discern. Mm-hmm. Hey, am I influencing this person yeah. to be more like Christ or are they influencing me to be mm-hmm. what the devil wants me to be? Yeah, that's so good. I think that's, it's pretty easy to like think about that because like, I feel like people are like, well, like, I don't know, I'm keeping that person because yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm being good to them. I'm trying to point them to Jesus. All right, well, what are you guys doing more of? Hmm. Are you guys having more conversations about Jesus, maybe going to church together, or are you doing more of like worldly things and talking mm. about, you know, things that don't matter that ultimately are going to, they're going to rust. They're going to, moth is going to eat it. Like all these things that like are going to be gone when we go to heaven yeah. or like, so like, what are you spending more time on with this person? And that's what you're talking about. The influence. Yeah. I think uh, a, a realm of discernment that we need to, to touch on mm-hmm. is that discernment towards people and you getting on the spectrum of the judgmental, the stifening, mm-hmm. the shutdown side, because I believe you can you can shut down something that the Holy Spirit's trying to do in somebody's mm-hmm. life. Now, yeah. I'm not trying to say that you're more powerful than the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. but I've personally, from my own experience, I've mm-hmm. been a bear to people's spiritual life before mm-hmm. in the sense of how I've judged them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny, literally last night, you know, there was a moment of worship and mm-hmm. somebody came on my mind that I went to high school with that yeah. we always had quarrels, we always made jokes at each other and mm-hmm. uh, there's nothing wrong with like, you know, all that and having bicker and yeah. uh, banter between uh, between people. Mm-hmm. That's all, it's all found, fine and dandy. Yeah. Uh, the problem is whenever you, you start speaking on behalf of Jesus. Mm. And I, uh, I I remember I looked at this dude one time and uh, I told him that I was better than him mm. in the eyes of God. Dang. And uh, I, I've repented for that. Yeah. And I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that I pushed him further away mm. in that moment because I, I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I had full full confidence. Like, I'm, a, I'm a church kid mm-hmm. and you don't love the Lord. I mean, look what you do. Yeah. Oh, man, I completely missed it. Yeah. But I've grown since then. Mm-hmm. And I've realized that um, discernment towards others don't you need to have discernment for yourself. There's mm-hmm. there's enough going on there that yeah. you don't be trying to discern people for other people's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got you got too much going on. Now within the church is a different context. Mm-hmm. People outside the church is, is completely different. Uh, Galatians chapter two, you know, we see Paul confront Peter, um, and I believe during that conversation he was discerning something on, on behalf of the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he confronted him there. Uh, if you check that out, you, you see there, there was some religious stuff kind of coming out of Peter's life. Mm-hmm. And Paul addresses like, Hey man, we're, we're all in this thing together. And he, he has to go confront him about it. And I think there's, there's a place for that within the church. Yeah. There's no place for that with people that are unbelievers. Like mm-hmm. don't be trying to discern people. Hey, why don't you just try loving? That's, that's mm-hmm. enough. That's, that's Come hard on. enough. Yeah. Uh, what did Jesus do? Did he just go around telling everybody how terrible they were? Did he meet them where they're at? Did mm-hmm. he tell them that, that Hey, you belong. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, you know, I think that grace, you know, it just extends and yeah. and it helps people out, man, whenever we get to activate yeah, that. That's so good. It's like you mentioned earlier, you know, Jesus allowed Judas in his life. Imagine if he just like 
turns him away and doesn't I mean the plan doesn't go through like what he had planned ultimately couldn't have happened without Judas yeah. and um, there's a lot of discrepancy of what happened to Judas you know yeah. um, when he when he died mm-hmm. um, about where he ended up sure, but sure. Um, I think there's always a chance for grace and forgiveness no matter what but um, like you said you can't just turn people away judge them automatically and then that's that's not our call as Christians um, and so don't yeah. hear like yeah. the, our talking about discernment of like okay if, if somebody is like not a believer and they're come talk to me nope can't talk to me like that ain't what you do well, i'm telling you like and you you might have heard this term before but mm-hmm. like if we become the frozen chosen like we become the mm-hmm. the 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 body of christ that no 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 we need to grow i mean mm-hmm. like uh new believers were added daily is what yeah. it, it talks about in in, mm-hmm. in in acts and uh i believe if if our heart isn't to reach lost people mm-hmm. to find the the for us to be the person that goes out and finds the lost sheep and, and the lost coin and the yeah. lost, tra- you know, like in the, in the field, you know, mm-hmm. like, I just think we, we've got to get to that, that place where we have that type of conviction of mm-hmm. our own self. Like, and we got to have that discernment, like, Hey, am I really living this life as a Christian? Like, and I, I believe what the Bible displays mm-hmm. and am I willing to go out and share, yeah. you know, and to, because we're all, we're all broken. It, it mm-hmm. took somebody willing to, uh, to have the conviction to come out yeah, and talk to us. So good. I think, um, you know, Jesus, uh, talking about Judas, you know, he he was influencing the disciples. He was influencing Judas. Judas, Judas wasn't influencing Jesus. And that Correct. goes back to what you said is what the discernment boils down to is, is influence. Are you influencing them or are they influencing you? Mm-hmm. And so you can have the people in your life that are toxic, aren't, aren't believers maybe but as long as they're not influencing you then you should be okay your life isn't going to become some whirling ball of chaos and toxicity yeah as long as you have the influence so that's that's where you need to be thinking about if you know you're trying to struggle with um if you're struggling with the toxic people the healthy people is yeah um you know take the account of like are you where is the influence being held through on on which end so yeah that's good um i had a scripture um that kind of was like yeah, going with this. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and, and read it. Uh, cool. It's Ephesians chapter 5, 6 through 10, mm. which says, Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. Don't participate in the things these people do, for once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Carefully determine what pleases the Lord. So I think the scripture, is ju- it just applies to what we're talking about. Um, don't be fooled by the people. Don't don't let the influence of the people that are doing wrong come into your life. Keep mm. the influence on your end. Yeah. Um, and yeah. care, that last line, carefully determine <clears throat> what pleases the Lord. Don't be flippant about these decisions. Like, yep. be careful. Like, go to scripture, go to, go to God, go to um, seek the wisdom like we're talking about from God, from mentors, from people that have, you know, maybe more discernment than you. Yeah. Um, but carefully, you know, determine what the, what the Lord wants. For yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, so we're about wrapped up. Ty, do you have any, um, any final thoughts um, about this kind of topic? One, one last thing you want to leave with the people. Yeah. I mean, uh, big thought, big thought. Um, yeah. I had to just say, um, yeah, discernment. Whenever I believe it, done in a godly way, um, 
it will lead you to make decisions that will honor God. Mm -hmm. Discernment, whenever it's done in a godly way, it will lead you to honor God. I mean, um, you know, it's easy to take inventory of that Mm -hmm. is, is where I'm placed with the relationships I have. Am I doing all of this in a way that would glorify and honor and honor God? Mm -hmm. Um, and you don't always have to have the right answers. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't always have to have all the gifts, but I think if you can always take time to look back, take inventory, man, mm-hmm. like what is your word looking like, man? Yeah. What, like whenever you have trouble and strife and hurt in your life, like what do you turn to? Mm-hmm. You know, you need to, and, and, and it, it's not just all reflection. I believe that you can, you can foreshadow mm-hmm. troubles in your life. And that's that discernment, man, like being willing to, to hear from the Holy Spirit and say, Hey man, like I'm, I'm willing to yield my life to this, even though culture, everybody around me, uh, maybe university, maybe job site, wherever mm-hmm. it might be is saying, go here. But the Holy Spirit saying, Hey, like, come on. Yeah. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's not always going to be loud and it's not always going to be convenient. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but if you hear it, Oh my goodness. Like if you obey that, man, you'll, you'll, reap a reward you mm-hmm. I mean and i'm not talking like a physical i'm not talking about a monetary a fiscal reward i'm mm-hmm. talking about you'll you'll reap a a, a fruit of the spirit man mm-hmm. and uh, that's what you want yeah i mean that that beats any amount of money yeah peace over paycheck come mm-hmm. on somebody yeah that's good that's so good thank you so much um ty great great wisdom thoughts about this topic dude it's so much fun today it, it's dude. amazing I, this turned out great <laughs> <laughs> man i hope everybody's been blessed man yeah. i hope everybody's having a, a good time wherever mm-hmm. they might be listening to this and uh if you thought any of this was was for somebody there might be even like a time stamp you might have to send them yeah uh, right. or something that that blessed you man we would love for you to to send that out mm-hmm. um share it with some people man we we, we really believe in this ministry i yeah. I, I believe in it i know yeah, you do i know sure. you believe in in that next generation that's mm-hmm. gonna be the next church leaders church planners yeah. pastors mm-hmm. uh but even just people that that work jobs yeah. man that that live life that lead families mm-hmm. man um man y'all belong and uh i'm telling you man yeah. it takes all of us mm-hmm. so good uh, thank you guys so much for, for watching, listening from wherever. Um, hopefully this was challenging, encouraging, um, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace out. Peace.